coming up, we tackle the new breakfast menu at Steakhouse 55. That's next. From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 656, for the week of March 5th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey. Mary Jo Mulata-Willie. Hello. Michael Bowling. Hey there. Hi there. I'll have the eggs Benedict, please. <laughs> and Tony Spatel. <laughs> Hello. All right. So uh, recently within, I don't know, probably the last month, maybe, uh, Steakhouse 55 implemented a new breakfast menu. Uh, Chef Marcel, who is, he's been there like two years, but he hasn't really done. He hasn't touched the breakfast menu until now. And then when he did, oh, my goodness. uh Lots of things that people Spoiler used to like alert. are gone. Okay. Uh, well, no, no, no. I mean, he got rid of the way we're Charos. That's not there anymore. The breakfast burrito that people liked is not there anymore. The two by four is not there anymore. The people like so, uh, and the classic um, Steakhouse Fifty Five potatoes aren't there anymore on the menu. So, oh wow, yeah, used used to be a side. So, um. So anyway, all right. So I tried it this morning, and uh, and, 20... I, and I tried it last weekend. So this so, is the most current review we've ever had. Yep. Unless wow. we were eating it live on the show. We should do that sometime. I, uh, I definitely no, think we should do that. No. There is a there is a another podcast that does that. Oh, yeah, no. I stopped listening. Mm-mm. Oh. I, all right. So just many down the people menu what... enjoy the sound of me eating food. Yeah, I, I just... don't think they do. No. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and I'll start with the menu. And do you have the, pr- you have the pricing in, in front of you, Tony? Yes, I do. And we'll discuss. And then I know all of us have been to Steakhouse 55, so we can all kind of add our two cents based on things that we know just about the restaurant itself. I had not been at Steakhouse 55 for breakfast and probably, you know, what's funny is how I can now say time has passed that long, yet I was still on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking like, I probably haven't eaten there for breakfast and maybe four or five years. Like, wait, I was still doing stuff. So anyways, it was, it's been a very, very long time. So obviously I had the old menu, but I always thought it was a great um, place for breakfast in terms of ambiance. And we'll talk about that. And in terms of pricing, even though it's, it was pricey, it was really good quality. So I hadn't been Actually, in a while. In, in the past, I don't think it was all that pricey. It was like 14, 15. Yeah. It was a now, lot closer to the, yeah, I do think, but we'll discuss that. Yeah. So, and we can compare it to the other table service menus at the resort. But let's go over the menu. And they have a whole page of signature breakfast cocktails because nothing says Disneyland is more magical when it's shared and starting your morning with alcohol. So you've it's got more magical when you're drunk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Steakhouse 55 Ultimate Bloody Mary. With well, one, one second. People are asking where Steakhouse 55 is. Oh, sorry. It is in the Disneyland Hotel. It's right next to Goofy's Kitchen. Yes. And for those of you that um, are locals, it was raining and 
Oh wait, yeah, my son was my son driving. No, he drove home. Yeah, my son's got a learner's permit. It's freaking me out. So I should have had the ultimate Bloody Mary to handle my nerves. <laughs> but um, yeah, we parked. Uh, we did valet parking because just so people know, if you are local or staying off site, you can do valet parking there, and or um, and I think it's uh, and it's you get the um, what do you get? You get you get something validated. So like it was a five dollar tip. Like it it was worth it. So anyway, yeah, it's free. It's free valet parking, and yeah. they give you a a validation ticket to yeah. So it, yeah, which so so it was great because I mean nowhere else in Disneyland can you drive right up and walk right yeah. into your restaurant. Yeah. So anyways, um, Steakhouse Fifty Five Ultimate Bloody Mary with Tito's vodka, Tiger prawn, thick cut bacon, celery, pimento stuffed olives. I just want to eat that. Seventeen dollars. The morning mule. Does anybody know what that means? Because I'm not an alcohol guy. So it's I don't know it's, what... uh, it's the Moscow the mule, Moscow. but but with like citron vodka or citron whatever the alcohol is, and has orange juice okay. in it. Ginger beer, ten twenty five. Irish coffee, Jameson Irish whiskey, Moscovado sugar. Come on, Mary Jo, I did that well. That's my D. And <laughs> coffee, ten twenty five. Mango Bellini, Prosecco, and mango puree, thirteen seventy five. Zone in Prosecco. Oh, it's the same kind of Prosecco. Blood orange puree for a blood orange mimosa at thirteen seventy five. So that's just something to know that you can get breakfast. I don't know where else you can get drinks like that in the morning. For $5, there are non-alcoholic refreshers, cool lime, sparkling water, lime, mint, cucumber, and agave, and mixed berries, Sprite, mixed berries, and mint. Espresso and hot beverages with Joffrey's coffee. Uh, your regular or decaf is three dollars fifty cents. Full leaf tea and assorted selections four dollars. Hot chocolate with whipped cream three fifty. Espressos three fifty. Cappuccinos five. Cafe mocha five dollars and fifty cents. Latte a latte is five dollars and americano is four. Juices orange grapefruit cranberry apple or tomato are five. You also know this is a higher class place because they cut the zero off of the decimal, so it's three point <laughs> five for the uh, for the. Uh, the beverages. So anyways, but let's get into the food and okay. please discuss what, um, first let's talk about for those of you that have been, cause this is all of us are sharing in this one. Um, what, what I can do this. I can out. I shouldn't have had that morning mimosa. Um, what items that they took off the menu were you most, were one of your favorites or you were most disappointed in? Let's start negative. So I like the Michael. Potatoes. I, okay. The potatoes. Can you, when, why, and what was. I just, I, I'm not a big. Uh, describe the know, potatoes. Somebody in the, potato chat, person. Somebody yeah. in the chat room was asking to describe, describe the potatoes. Oh gosh, you want me to describe I mean, they were cubed pota- breakfast potatoes, cubed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they had the onions and peppers in them, and if they didn't, there wasn't much of that. Right, it was just probably why I liked it. It was just crispy on the outside, soft on the inside, just good prepared potatoes. Right, and that's usually why I don't. The reason I don't like breakfast potatoes is usually because they're heavy on the peppers. Mm -hmm. I don't mind onions so much, but they're usually mushy. The yeah, care for mushy potatoes. And so that's why I like them so much. Mm The huevos rancheros or the breakfast burrito, did anybody – I think I had the breakfast burrito a long time ago, but I didn't have enough of an attachment to it that yeah. it being gone lots bothered of, lots me. Lots of people are upset, I think, about the huevos rancheros, though. Okay. And I'll give them a little bit – I'll throw them a little bit of a bone. 
as the waiter talked to me a little bit about that. Um, anything else that people miss? The biggest thing no? for me, the reason why I went there was for the huevos rancheros. So. Okay, and what made them so good? I'm just curious before I bring into what I what, what kind of they replaced it with, but why did you think they were that good? That's my favorite breakfast, period. If I go to any restaurant that has them, and Steakhouse 55 was the only place that really had them. I know Catal Restaurant has them, but it was different. So but I just compared, to other, with, compared um, to other I like the, Rancheros, what made those so good? I wouldn't say that they were better than any other Huevos Rancheros, but I like the fact that they had the beans and the eggs and the and the yeah. tortillas, the fried tortillas. Um, and I like that combination with the salsa and the, and the avocado. Okay. So the salsa to... has a lot to do with it, though. Uh, you know, the flavor and how the how the salsa is, re- you know, is, is prepared, what they mm-hmm. use for ingredients to flavor it and season it. Okay. Just curious. So, okay, with that so being said, go ahead, one, Tom. One second. Um, so, uh, Jennifer kind of uh, spoiled what I was going to share later. Some great news for y'all. Uh, no, on on some of the entrees, the the potatoes were replaced with a potato cake. However, if you ask nicely, they will substitute the old classic potatoes for you. Really? They still are making wow. them. You can still get them. I saw them go by on an omelet. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. those are for the potato. They're gone. So they are still available. You can still get them. Oh, that's, that's nice. Good to know. Yep. So. Their menu now, American breakfast, two eggs, any style, thick cut bacon, pork sausage or country ham, shredded potato cake, now we know, or the uh-huh. old school potatoes, toast, coffee or tea. Oh, interesting that it included the coffee or tea. And choice of assorted juices, $23. That is pricey for Way that. higher than it used to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, continental breakfast, breast baked pastries, choice of cereal, seasonal cut fruit, coffee or tea, and choice of assorted juices, $18. That's. Those prices are room service prices. Yeah. They, Just, they've okay. gone up probably, what, 3 or $4? Yeah. Seven-ounce New York steak and eggs, which Tom had and we'll mm-hmm. discuss. Two eggs, any style, palm frites, and Steakhouse 55 steak sauce, $25, the most expensive thing on the menu. And, of course, Tom had it. Yeah. Because that's how he rolls, mm-hmm. like he did at the Winco. He he is a big time producer. Do you want me to discuss it now or later? <laughs> no, let's go over everything and then let's, okay. let's hold on to it. Chicken and waffles, maple syrup mm. with whipped butter. Andrew had that. I had some of that. Discuss that. Pork belly chilaquiles because for some reason <laughs> Disney cannot have a menu without chilaquiles. But of course, I tried it. Two eggs, corn tortilla chips, salsa roja, chard, avocado crema, $19. Chicken and waffles is $21. I will discuss chilaquiles in a second. The stuffed brioche French toast, which I will talk to you about the neighbor that was I was sitting next to, not <laughs> like, like, and she talked about the, the brioche French toast. Um, creme anglaise, fresh macerated berry, Chantilly cream, $18. German apple pancakes, something totally new. Apple and lingonberry jam, $19. And for those that don't know, I know Tom will describe the German pancake. Those are those gigantic ones that don't fit on the plate. Three egg omelet for $19, choice of three. Spinach, bacon, ham, cheese, tomatoes, onion, bell peppers, avocado, or mushroom with shredded potato cake. But we've learned that we can do something different. The Benedict, some of the new uh, Benedicts on the menu include smoked salmon Benedict, 
Ooh. They still have the classic uh, Benedict poached eggs, Canadian bacon, hollandaise, shredded potato cake, English muffin. They also now have a Serrano ham Benedict with um, homemade cornmeal biscuit instead, steamed asparagus, shredded potato cake, and blood orange hollandaise. The smoked salmon Benedict has um, hollandaise caviar for 18 bucks. I just buy it because it's got caviar on there, like one egg. I don't know. Um, shredded potato cake, English muffin. Something that I did not try because I don't like when savory things are not what I was grown up expecting them to be savory when they're supposed to be sweet. But, and I don't, and tell me if I'm wrong whether this is new or not because I don't remember seeing this before. Steel cut oat porridge for $14. They're sweet with the Moscovado sugar syrup, dried fruit, almond, and coconut, or the savory porridge, sauteed spinach, cheddar cheese, sunny side up egg, and scallions. Uh, Jennifer, like in the the, chat, Jennifer in the chat yeah. room had that, and so we'll we'll share that when we get to that. Oh, nice. All right, good. Thank you for that, Jennifer. And then that's – oh, you can get a short stack of potato uh, – wait, that might be the best deal in this whole restaurant. A short stack of pancakes, $7. I don't know what hmm. the, how short that stack is. Consider their price for everything else. Then cereals are 9 bagels and cream, bagel and cream cheese, 5 and bacon or pork sausage, 6 So I want to start with – what Jennifer in the chat room thought about a savory porridge. Cause she's, that just, yeah, that she goes, said it was really good. Really? So what's, yeah. is it more like grits or more like, cause I don't know porridge except from like stories when I was a kid. So, cause I, three bears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it too so, hot or was it just right? Yes. <laughs> in terms of tech, what's the texture of porridge? Nancy, I think porridge is like a um, porridge is like <laughs> a loose oatmeal or like a looser oatmeal. oatmeal. Okay, she says yeah. mushy oatmeal. But sh- okay, and the savory porridge was good. Was it a big portion? We'll have to wait seven seconds to find out. Oh, okay, so well, especially because <laughs> she's probably using a lot of expletives, and we need yeah. to use that seven seconds delay yes, to cut this off. Delayed, yes, okay, so well, anyways, that's enough. that's out there. Um, Tom, why don't you go ahead and start with your $25 seven ounce New York steak and eggs? Okay. So the, uh, so, and I, the steak and egg, it was, uh, yes. Jennifer says it had spinach and spinach and tasty mushrooms. Uh, so, you know, when you get a steak at breakfast, it's always cut a little thinner than a normal steak you'd get at dinner. Cause it's a breakfast steak. Um, and then this came with, the two eggs, uh, it comes comes with palm frites or fry, French fries. And because I knew we wanted to try the new things, I substituted in the potato cake. So I would so I would be able to try that. Um, that steak was really really good. It looks well, amazing. That's the best looking steak I've ever had with eggs. Well, yeah, but it's still it's still a breakfast steak. It's still thin. It was tender. It was wonderfully seasoned. Um, you know, the perfect balance of, of of salt and pepper on it. I mean, it wasn't you know overly seasoned. It was just awesome. Um, eggs were fine. It's just two two eggs. Uh, the potato cake. Potato cake is depending on which plate you had an inch to inch and a quarter thick of hash brown ish material formed into <laughs> formed into well, no, it was shredded potatoes uh, mm-hmm. formed into a 
oh, I don't know, five-inch puck. Um, yeah, it looks like a puck. It's it's huge on the plate. It's oversized for the plate. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, it was not well-seasoned. I Rhino oh. liked it. Rhino enjoyed it. He had a bite of mine and, and said it was good. I found, you know, you know, when you mix it with the with the yolk from the egg, you get the flavor. But by itself, I didn't think it had enough flavor to it. Hey, question. Is it? Go ahead. Uh, I have a question. Is it? I like my hash browns crispy. Is this crispy or is it just crispy on the outside crispy on the and outside. mushy in the middle? Crispy on the outside. Oh. Was that was mushy, my right? exact yeah. question. Yeah. Was if you cut off the top and the edge, is that inside? I don't say edible, but like what basically it's, the same question. It's, it's also very, very dense. Like they put it in a in a press and pressed it so they can so, get the perfect shape. So it's really dense to, on the inside. So when you open it, it's not like hash browns are gonna flake out. No. Well not really, no. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a legit so. potato cake. It is a legit potato cake. Yeah. What's the texture of the? Because it's hard on the picture. It looks like uh-huh. it's kind of like it would be like shredded on the outside, but on the inside, is it more um, riced? No, it's shredded. It's shredded. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is it finely? Is it fine grain? No, it's just normal hash brown. Okay, I just ask. Okay, interesting. Um, so you love the steak? Do you think it was I love worth the 20- steak? Do you think it was uh, worth twenty five dollars? No, it's overpriced. I mean, you did get the steak, eggs, potatoes, and the, that one actually came with toast. So you got two slices of toast. Mm-hmm. But still, $20, maybe $25 is, is overpriced. Okay, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to take my turn. And I'm going to talk about the chicken and waffles first. That's okay. what Andrew ordered. And then, of course, we had the debate because I was like, oh, no, don't worry. We'll come back and we'll have the next two things next. Because we were debating whether to get the brioche French toast. And I was like, no, we'll come back. I don't want that. I got the chili key lace. I got the chicken and waffles. And um, what I loved, and here's my, I think everything is worth the price you're paying at Steakhouse 55. And here's why, from what I've had. <laughs> because I think breakfast is not something you normally get high quality ingredients and preparation. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was sitting there thinking, when do I ever get a fancy breakfast. You don't, it doesn't exist. And most people don't want, like when I want a big breakfast, I'm going to bring it a diner or something like that. So it kind of, yeah, it kind of hit me. And even if you go to one of the buffets at the resort, you're not except, no, that was the, the remember the one we love Tom at uh, PCH grill at night, but the morning ones aren't like, they're still not, they're still more mass produced. It's not made to order specifically. And so when I had, then that hit me when I had the bites of the um, chicken and waffles. I understand the chicken and waffles thing. I'm not against it at all. I'm just not a like a fan. I like chicken. I like waffles. Um, so I had a bite of the chicken. That chicken was extremely moist. Describe the chicken it, because it wasn't like. It's a chicken tender, yeah. but it's not a tender. It's bigger than a tender. If you mm-hmm. look at the pictures, like, it's just, I don't know if it was almost like half of a chicken breast. It's like boneless. It was, but It's boneless, okay, which I appreciate ama- immensely, because if you're having it on a waffle, you want to be able to cut it up and not have to grab yeah. it with your hand. Mm-hmm. And so what's interesting is I had the, the chicken first, 
by itself. And okay, this is high quality. Like you can tell the ingredients are high quality. It's prepared well. The flavor, I wasn't necessarily, there was a flavor. I don't know what it was. I went, okay. <laughs> then I know that's why I did. That's what I said. Okay. And then um, I had a bite with the waffle and the syrup and I kind of was blown away. And what it made me realize again, talking about this is breakfast, but normally you don't get breakfast where all the flavors are supposed to go together. So you could tell that that chicken was seasoned specifically. I thought for the waffle and the syrup, not here's fried chicken. Here's a waffle. Let's put it together. Like you could tell there was something there that made it all go together. So, you know, when you go to a really fancy dinner, you have ingredients where, how does this, and this, oh my gosh, it goes great together. You normally don't get that for breakfast. And I noticed that with a chicken and waffle, which kind of was surprising because I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't, a, I, the chicken by itself, okay, it was moist. But then when I put it all together, it was really good. That is the best waffle I've ever had in my entire life. Okay, wow. Tony, now you know I am a chicken and waffles connoisseur. Yes, I'm not, so, so I, I can be full of it. Now, have you eaten... Okay, here's a question. I'm not, no, I've never... I've you not haven't eaten done that. Roscoe's yet? No. Mm -mm. Okay, that's fine. So I don't know if it's any so, better. I'm just saying I can tell that there was some subtlety or some thought put into the seasoning of the chicken to match the waffles and the syrup. Take right. the chicken away... I would go back there to get a waffle and I was talking to Andrew and I went, think about it. When do we have waffles? Okay. At the See, waffle house, for those of you that are, now that I travel, okay. The waffle house, like the $3 waffle, right. Or at right. like a Denny's or even you get the Belgian waffle, but you're never, again, there's reasons you don't spend $20 on a waffle. However, I will say that I would spend $20 on this waffle and yeah, this waffle's so good. There's a place in um, Fullerton which always has like an hour wait. It's in a strip mall, but they have like the Yelp reviews of like five bazillion that are five stars. And sometimes <laughs> Andrew and I go right. and then they'll text you an hour later while your table's ready. And they have great breakfast, but this waffle and they make waffles. This, this is the best waffle I've ever had. And I'm not Mr. Waffle. Right. But because you, and I, and I know I keep beating the same drum, but I'm not used to having a high quality breakfast. Even when I get a high quality breakfast, so right. yes, you're paying 20 bucks for this chicken and waffles, but you know what? That's what happens when you pay 20 bucks for chicken and waffles. That waffle was like the, the flavor, the texture. I, and I love, I'm really upset. I didn't get a waffle. Now, okay. Tom, did anybody in your party have those waffles? Uh, yeah, Pete had that. Did he, what did he say? He I know it's Pete. He enjoyed it. Okay, yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. I, it was a lot of food. He no, didn't finish it. So yeah, it was. Yeah. What um, what I was trying to get at with the question about <laughs> Roscoe's is okay. Did the in the flavor of the waffle did they like go more towards the vanilla y kind of flavor? Was it a a sweeter kind of flavor? Was it a um? Because that's what Roscoe's I does. Roscoe's goes very vanilla. Sweeter. Yeah, I felt like it was sweet. That's maybe why I loved the waffle so much. But yeah. everything about it was like the flavor by itself was good. Right. The texture. Again, it's right. the, wow, I just spent $20 on a waffle. That's what happens when you, get, like, I felt like you got what you paid for with the chicken and waffles. Right. And again, I know I keep, it's the, the, oh, so I guess if you do spend a lot of money on breakfast, you'll get a good breakfast. Now, whether you're willing to spend that much on the breakfast, that's a question. But I, yeah. Andrew and he's because I mean, whenever we're eat, we eat together. It's always for because Tom makes us. So um, 
he's he's pretty, pretty he's good at way, yes. yeah yeah and he's good at um so he said no this is he thought it was really good and that, that was amazing so um i'll stop with the chicken and waffle there yeah, let's let's move on <laughs> okay okay oh well i'm gonna go to you tom so oh sorry what yeah it's your turn we're where, where we, why don't we go to next? the um yeah what's what about the um Belgian, not the Belgian, the um, German pancake. German pancake. Okay, so the German pancake is, like you said, a f- the size of the plate. Um, it's what ten inches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one pancake. Um, it's embedded with thin sliced apple. Mm-hmm. So, and then in the center was a a some some the lingonberry or yeah, some jam or preserves or something like that chutney whatever you want to call it um to me is that a lemon is that a lemon in uh yeah there's there's a lemon you can squeeze over it too i did i maybe that i should have done that um it this i thought this was a tort no it's It's made in a skillet yeah it's it's baked in a skillet so because you can see from tom's picture which you guys in the audience can't see but um (laughs) you can see the edges and the outline of the omelet pan yeah um it was very it's very very dense yeah not really all that sweet um and it didn't come with any like syrup or anything like that really Mm -hmm. yeah so to me it was what's the price on that tony uh, just a second. I was looking at your uh, all the pictures. The German apple pancake is nineteen dollars. Yeah, no. Um, wow. For one single, I mean, it's a huge pancake. With, so that I mean, it's 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 more than you need to eat. You could easily split it or yeah, share it, but with I, mean, I don't. I don't know that I would get it again. It was just okay for me. That reminds me so much of um, when I was in Germany. Them uh-huh. serving. They serve these kind of pancakes for dinner. So, so maybe you would enjoy it. I mean, I, I just... Not for $19, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, I, would, I would enjoy it for maybe $11, mm-hmm. $11 maybe. Yeah. I just Googled, should German apple pancakes be sweet? And I'm getting a bunch of recipes. But it said, I got something that says um, the goal, uh, that a baked pancake can be sweet or savory. So maybe I mean, this, this is supposed to be sweet, but yeah, it's so not. Know, but maybe not that's all that sweet. Yeah, yeah. German pancakes okay. really aren't sweet. It's American right. stuff yeah. that's sweet. When I when I had the pancake, what they did is they sliced plums very thin, and, and they re- the plums and, just like and this really even even American pancakes aren't all that sweet if you just eat well, them by true. themselves. It's it's the yeah the Mrs. Butterworth we pour over the top. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> true. So, um. I had the I did not have the stuffed brioche French toast, but as Andrew and I were debating what to get and whether we should get a third one right there to just try, the lay the family next to us, nice, you know, average family, um, said, I'm coming back for the brioche French toast. That was the most amazing thing I've ever had. So she let she let me know that on her own. She did, I didn't say I'm Tony and I'm doing a podcast. I didn't say that and get out my little monocle. Right. I just told she just let and then the people at the table like, yeah, it was that good. It's gigantic. I saw it's, it by me. It's like what? Six by six. Yeah. It's, it's like I think it's bigger than the Tonga toast in Disney World. I know mm-hmm. so I don't know what that is. But um, did anybody at your table have that? 
It was unavailable. Um, we saw the last one go by. Apparently, they were busier than they had expected on Saturday. So they they, they have to like buy special bread for this, and they ran out of the special mm-hmm. bread. Those things were freaking huge. I it's went, true. yeah, it's, it's a big cube of bread stuffed with all all the sweet goodness. Yeah, Jennifer in the chat room was in having lunch during my conference break or breakfast during my conference break yesterday. So I went up to go see her, and one of those walked by while we were were talking, and it looked freaking amazing. All of these, it's it's a cube. I think they may get two for loaf of, they may get two out of a loaf of bread. <laughs> That's how big they were. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's crazy. So, and just so full of, it, there was like at least four to six inches of whipped cream on top of it. So in terms I, of price and value, it was that huge. What's the price was on it? worth 18, 18 bucks. Oh, yeah. I see, I, I, without, without tasting it, I can't judge, but. Based on yeah. what people said and what we yeah. saw, just in yeah. terms of mass of food, and so. it's something different, and it's it's you, yeah it's it's yeah I, I would say eighteen bucks is probably good for that. Okay, I see. Also, Tom, that somebody at your table got uh-huh. the Serrano ham Benedict. Okay, so we had we had both the Serrano ham and the and the uh, smoked salmon Benedicts okay. at the table. Uh, Serrano ham was the one that has the, uh, orange hollandaise. Um, the orange hollandaise went over well. They said, they said that the, the, that was really good, really tasty. The, the downfall of the dish was the corn, the corn cake. Hmm. If you took it off the corn cake, it was really good. Um, perfectly, you know, perfectly prepared and seasoned. They like the, the orange. It was just like a hint of orange in the hollandaise. But not the not the corn cake. Now the smoked salmon. Uh, they were licking the plate. Really, that was the winner of the of the table. Well, you know, each one of the hotels has, and I've said this before, they have their own recipe for smoked salmon. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so, I didn't know that. yeah, at each if you go to and eat the smoked salmon at each one of the different buffets. Totally different. So, so I love their smoked salmon. So maybe now, if you if you want if you want the Serrano ham, uh, substitute say ask if they'll substitute for a regular uh, English muffin. <clears throat> okay, so. so that was your suggestion. Yeah, and okay. of course, and they're both served with that crazy big potato cake. So now, I mean, uh, which again looks oversized on the plate because you got an English muffin size of the two two Benedicts and the potato cake that is much much larger than than the eggs Benedict or the English muffins. So anyway, so, so I'm just going uh, around a around little potato cake. a little a little break before we finish with the chilaquiles because mm-hmm. obviously now we can just say that every restaurant on Disney property. You can you can judge based on the quality of the chilaquiles because that's everywhere. Um, yeah. But um, the and of course I'm addicted to it because I everywhere I go if they have it I order it even if it's not Disney because it's there. It's funny because and Mary Jo and Nancy and everybody might and be able to vouch for me. 
I'm going to say five, six years ago, you didn't see that on most restaurant uh-huh. menus. Nope. But now it seems to be literally everywhere you go for breakfast that's not a cheap breakfast place. It's just interesting how culinary tastes change. Anyways, a little a little break. They have the most amazing little sugar cube stick things. I don't know, Mary Jo, can you explain <laughs> oh, the, what that is? They're the fancy. Little, the stirrers? That's why your breakfast is $25, because the oh, fancy rock, sugar. It, yeah, it's, rock, rock, it's rock sugar on a stick to stir your coffee or tea. Yep. We got we, we got them for the, um, when we went to the Practically Perfect Tea at the Disneyland Hotel, or whatever the tea is called at the Disneyland Hotel. Practically Perfect Tea was a long time ago. Yeah. But the... Uh, they have, tea. and I still have that in my. Say that again. Afternoon tea or whatever. Yeah, yeah the classic afternoon tea. There you but go. But yeah, it's just a fancy crystal sugar on the on the end of a stirring stick, which is pretty fancy. cool. Yeah. So I, I, I just it goes along with the whole, and we'll bring it all uh, just the atmosphere and it just being a nice restaurant. Uh-huh. So chilaquiles, let's discuss first for those huevos rancheros people. They use the same sauce, I was told. Same, the, the, there's elements of what was in the huevos rancheros in the chilaquiles. I was told that by the waiter. So, okay, for for those of us who aren't familiar, what are chilaquiles? Okay, so if you look at the pictures, it's Mary Jo. I think it's it's been probably a month since you've last described it. So go ahead and describe. Chilaquiles for us again. In in a nutshell, chilaquiles is almost like chopped up enchiladas, but basically it's fried corn chips. It's fried corn tortillas, not corn chips. Fried corn tortillas with a uh, red sauce or enchilada sauce or you green. Want to have that or very green? Yeah, chili chili verde is even better with mm-hmm. melted cheese and sometimes they put in chicken or or beans in it, but um. And uh, chopped onion, but th- the way I grew up eating it was basically the um, fried uh, chips or fried tortillas with the chili sauce and the cheese without any meat or anything. Oh, and they also add in now. It depends on the where you're eating. They also add in scrambled eggs a lot. Of, a lot of times, good Actually, it's usually fried eggs. Well, it depends. It depends. I, I've never had I, them with scrambled eggs. I've had them with scrambled eggs. Oh, that's weird. Or, so okay. I, I tried to explain to Andrew what it was, and he's like, there's breakfast nachos. I said, kind of, but not really, because like, what's the difference? Yeah. And I said, well, the chi- and you'll, sorry, but the chips or the tortillas aren't, in an enchilada, they're traditionally mushier, mu- mushy. These mm-hmm. still have that, not crisp, in between mushy and crisp. No, but that's what I was going to say. Gucci lequiles. Yeah. Are crispy. They're not crispy like right. a tortilla chip, but it's crispy. So when you eat it, you you have that crunch. Mm-hmm. Not and good chilaquiles they... to me, or they're just they're mushy. And that's yeah. when they cook them in the oven instead of frying them. And if they put them in the sauce too long, so it's, it depends yeah. how you cook it. You have to time it, and it's kind of hard. You know, when you eat in the in the parks and they serve a large number of people. Then they're going to be kind of on the mushy side, but in a good quality restaurant, I would expect them, like at Steakhouse Fifty Five, to have a little crispiness to the edges at least, and then or at um, least mix in some some yes. non-sauced chips in with them, Be- so that because I know the guy who I used to rave about the chili we would have at the hospital at, at um, once a week for breakfast, 
And, oh, my God, he would always take some and mix some in with the sauce. And then he'd put a few in so you could use those to scoop up regular ones just to scoop up the ones with the sauce. And then so, the cotilla cheese. and the... so, so describe this one. But okay, well, it's about exact, okay, what's cheese. different? Okay, so what I noticed is the same thing I noticed about the waffle. This was made for me. This was not sitting in a... We just roll it out like this was made when it was ordered and it was made specifically with care and thought to the ingredients, which I'd never really considered with chilaquiles. Like what Mary Jo was saying, if you go to a buffet, it's sitting there, it's basically mushy. So you're not going to be able to have it made fresh specifically for the order. But what I actually noticed about this, and I even told Andrew, maybe the best chilaquiles I've ever had is... um. Like Mary Jo was saying, the texture of the chips slash tortillas were it was perfect. The edges were crispy. The middle were, was a little bit chewy. It wasn't mushy at all. So That's right a there, great way to great way to describe yeah. it, mm-hmm. Tony. Okay, so that was it was perfect, right? Um, and also, I've gotten some practice because the place I was telling you in Fullerton, California, has really mm-hmm. good chilaquiles, but this is way better. Um, they had pork belly in it. There wasn't a lot, so it was kind of it wasn't an and I know pork belly's the thing everywhere, kind of not a fan because it's so fatty, but um, it was good. It was, but there wasn't a lot in it. The reason why I thought this might be the best chilaquiles I've ever had, there was two things. First of all, it's the care and the way it was prepared. There were pickled red onions, which I thought added something to it. There were sliced jalapenos, but if you look closely at the picture, these, and I know it's my word. They were fresh, right? Yes, you can tell <laughs> they oh, were yeah. Yeah, no, but you can tell they were fresh jalapenos that were cut right before the plate came out. What I found really interesting, and that's when I went like, that's when I go, again, and I talk about this with the chicken, I talk about this with chicken and waffles. When you go to a really high-end restaurant and you see ingredient A, B, and C, and you go, I don't think A, B, and C are together. And then once you eat them together, you go, wow, this is amazing. I never thought of putting A, B, and C together. That's what makes a good chef a good chef, Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. there's sliced radishes in here I'm like what are you doing with the sliced oh my gosh that was perfect the sliced radish I'd never seen but it cut the spice a little bit it worked it, it, it cut the spice it added some crunch and it worked perfectly in this dish and I went who would have thought to put sliced I mean I know you can see some in some Mexican dishes you have sliced radish but I'd never seen it with chilaquiles and just the fact that there was fresh sliced radish that helped yep. the dish along showed that there's care taken into this. Now, kind of my being silly thing, but was amazing. So you see the egg on top right there? Yeah. If you, mm-hmm. if you go about, if you take like the first layer off, there's another egg in there. That mm-hmm. was the greatest thing I've ever heard. Like th- to the point where we're going to put the second egg underneath the other layers. So that you can get the egg throughout the oh, whole Oh, throughout. Dish. That's awesome. Well, thank, yes, part, of the thank reason, you. part of the reason you have the fried egg, as a, the over-easy egg or the sunny-side-up egg, yeah. as opposed juice. to the scrambles, is to have the yolk drizzle okay. in with the, the chips. And that, that extra layer of fat enhances the flavor in the, in the, of the salsa and the yeah, chip. Because you, you said I the guess that would over-medium, too. You have the two eggs and... So I'm looking at the picture, and there was only one egg. I'm like, where's no, the No, I know. Egg? Yeah. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I was about to throw down. 
And then I, after I eat the, that egg and then there's more egg underneath. And I thought that shows the care that was taken yeah. to this dish. Yeah. yeah awesome. I make and sure that you're going to get the, right. that you're going to get the egg throughout and you're going to get that yolk throughout. Yeah. And then even the pickled onions, like everything worked really well together. Yeah. I loved it. And I'm become a, I'm now in love with chilaquiles. And so I get it a lot in different places. And sometimes it's too spicy. And I know I'm a wimp with that. But this was not too spicy, even with the jalapenos and the radish cut it and the, the pickled yeah. um, onions. This was. Oh, and then the sliced, I think they're sliced avocado. And like, I like, yeah, I appreciated that it was sliced avocado rather than guacamole because of the texture and the then heat. and cut the heat like this was a yeah. very my, my two things from the two dishes that andrew and i had were that all these dishes and i didn't think i'd be able to talk this long about these but all these dishes were thoughtful you could and again which is important where you don't normally get that at breakfast where right. someone thinks about putting a sliced radish in with a chilaquiles so that it works better in the dish so even though it was pricey I think that a lot of the dishes and based on what Tom said and everything are, they're so thoughtful. They might be worth the price, not to mention the atmosphere. I know the atmosphere. Yeah. Okay. Of course, everything in Disneyland's overpriced. Let that go compared to other. I don't think there's any other place in the resort where you go to breakfast and you're going to remember the food. You see, well, like you you're going to go, Good. Like I go to the buffet. I love the buffets, but I'm like, oh, that was the, you know, okay, I'm done eating. I filled my, I gorged myself on all this extra stuff. I had 15 average waffles with a bunch of, like, but you'd never leave remembering the food specifically, even though it's expensive. I think you'll remember the food here. You were saying. No, I was going to say that you can get spoiled on the quality of the food that they use. I think part of it is, in addition to the creative um, blend that tastes so that tastes so good, it's the fact that they use good quality food mm-hmm. also, and and that has a lot to do with um, their breakfast, the the food, and and why you know it stayed with you, Tony. You know they they had all of these flavors that just worked well, but the food itself is also good food. Yeah, the the radish and the jalapeno was cut minutes before it was put on the plate, if not seconds. And that was a high quality jalapeno just for the bright green of it. It wasn't, we just get, you know, that's the thing that you noticed about this. So even though it's pricey, I, I want to go back and I haven't really wanted to go back to a lot of places that I've done reviews where even, especially with Disney stuff, because everybody knows I'm in town for the weekend. So Andrew and I hang out together. I think I'll say, Hey, let's go back to steakhouse 55 I don't care what it costs because I just want to eat there. Not even because I need to do a review, but I just want to eat there. And I don't, and, and I'm a, I'm a breakfast lover. And even though it's expensive, what's funny is we always go out to people always, Oh, let's celebrate your birthday and go to a fancy dinner. No one ever thinks about going to a fancy breakfast, but I kind of thought this was kind of a fancy breakfast, which I liked. It's something different. And, um, the atmosphere is great because of all the, Andrew, when he's walking out, he forget, you know, the great, we all, and we've all seen how Steakhouse 55 has those old pictures of Walt and, and everything. And Andrew was walking by, oh, whoa, I forgot about that big picture of Walt. Like, it's just a nice, I love the atmosphere of the restaurant. And just so everybody knows, I didn't have a reservation. I showed up on a Sunday morning and they were able to seat me. They said, oh, we can take it. First, I was nervous. 
And they said, no, no, we can seat you. And they were able to seat us and we got in and got out really quickly because I had to catch a flight. But um, I cannot recommend this place more for breakfast. I think it's the highest quality breakfast you're going to get in by far the Disneyland Resort. Um, do understand that it is pricey. And see, that's, I think- that's, that's the thing that kind of bothers me mm-hmm. is we were we used to be able to say that you could go to Steakhouse 55 for a great breakfast and it wouldn't cost you, it would be maybe a dollar a plate more than Rainforest Cafe or Catal or something like that. And now we can't say that anymore. Okay, but I'm going to disagree with you. I think before we said it was great, but I think it was very good. Now I'm willing to say it was great because I'm remembering back when I went there, it was really good, but nothing stuck with me. I didn't dream about the chilaquiles. Well, there wasn't chilaquiles. I dream about chilaquiles and chicken waffles now. No, but I'm going to, I'm pushing a little bit like, and again, I know that it's, it's expensive, but I think it's higher quality than it was before. How much are the chilaquiles? $19. $14. Okay. Let's think about, Let's think about when we started this podcast for a second <laughs> and look back at Tony's take, look on Tony's take on, <laughs> on food back then it's and fresh. how critical, well, no one, how <laughs> critical oh, yeah. he was on value for the dollar. Well, that's so true. And, that, and that he's taken this to the point where he's, you know, Mr. Pennypincher, Mr. Pennypincher is saying, this is my value. Well, part of this, that's also a personal thing that I've learned with my job. Like, I've now learned because all I do is eat out yeah. and live in hotels. I've learned that you get what you pay for. Yes. And I'm, and even though Disney, sometimes gives us less than what we pay for. I now, I think I have a different lens. Uh, yeah. And that I feel like if it's really that good, it's really that good because I've eaten, like I get, I got to be home with my mom and stepdad um, this weekend. And I got to have just regular, like I don't get to have peanut butter and jelly because I don't have a house. Right. I'm always traveling not to let everybody. So I eat out literally every day. Good for your health. That was a joke. Um, but I appreciate now when you, if you spend good money, you get some good food. I, I now have a different take on it based on my lifestyle. And I, you're right. I have totally changed. This one I think is worth it. Cause you know what? I've actually also spent a lot of money on not good food. Yes. Like my new thing is a, a $50 steak is a $50 steak is a $50 steak. It's really good. I'll remember it because you can only have so many expensive steaks. For breakfast, you normally don't get high-end breakfast. So, yes, Tom, you're right. It used to be a better value. It's not a great – I don't know. I can't say it's not a good value. It's just expensive, but it's good. That's my – I'll take you out. Tom, anytime you want to take us 55, cool. I, I will – I will. well, no, I'll next, pay for mine and then make Saturday. you the dishes. Next Thanks. Wait, no, I thought we were supposed to be doing food and wine next Saturday. <laughs> they don't open until 10, so. Oh, good. I can sleep in. So, yeah, that, <laughs> no, that's interesting. No, you're, <laughs> no, you're taking me to breakfast and stick us with Yeah, but then how are we supposed to eat food and wine at the same I can't. Oh, that's true. My yeah. stomach okay. only has so much room. <laughs> and you okay, have to so, eat all of that really amazing sounding food for food and wine. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. I recommend it. 
if you're willing to spend the money, I don't think you'll be disappointed. But know that it's breakfast. And I'm also the person that goes to Waffle House when I'm working in the South and for $4 can get three times as much food. But it is the yeah. Waffle House. So. Waffle House is Waffle House. I know. I came from an area that had Waffle House. We liked our Waffle House. Yeah. So, All right. So thumbs up on the new menu? For me, yes. Okay. Not for you, but mm, yeah, no, I, do, I, yeah, the, yeah, no. <laughs> but I think also that not to, I know this is going to be the longest episode ever. I'm amazed. Mm. Um, is that, and you have to edit it, so you're good. Um, <laughs> is the fact that I think what I think is stopping you, Tom, is the price, because, and I think it goes along with I'm sure a lot of our listeners, me too, that breakfast is normally never expensive, right? We would right. never go. We would never say Napa Rose too much, too expensive. You the would Napa say Napa no. Rose brunch wasn't expensive when they had it. It well, wasn't. No, he's uh, just saying I'm, in general. I know. No, too. I mean, but or, or steakhouse it was still five dinner. You would never say it's too expensive. Yeah, but right. I think we're yeah. so used to. I can right. have a donut or a pop tart or a five dollar Denny's meal for breakfast, and we don't think of a higher end breakfast. See if, if I would have a lot of money on a brunch. It's usually a buffet. If I would have substituted, yeah, no, right? Oh, yeah. When you compare it to eating it, yeah, okay. Um, if I would have substituted the cla- the regular potatoes, the nor- the previous version of the potatoes for the potato uh, puck mm-hmm. um, with that steak, <laughs> uh, uh, that would have been an excellent breakfast. Okay. Let's so. also remember. Think of if you're going to let's think of Storytellers Cafe. What is like thirty bucks? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, so a lot of food, nothing great, a bunch of good stuff. Yeah. For less than that, you can get a meal that you're gonna remember. Yeah. So if you compare it that way, I think it makes it more apples to apples rather than Mm -hmm. apples to oranges. All right. Thank you, Tony. That is gonna do it for this segment of the Design Plug. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And, of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.